gentlemen, hope you're having a fabulous day today. It is October 1st, and that means it is spooky season. Welcome back to the Anything and Everything podcast. It's your host, Storm Wade, alongside co-host Alex Reno. Reno, how you feeling on this fine Sunday evening? Feeling like the horror. Horror. Man, I love spooky season. I'm I'm a, a horror fan 365 days a year, but there's something special about the month of October. The change in the weather, uh, the 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 movies, the shows, just the I don't know. The, there's a feel. It's in the air, dude. It is in the air, and I am mm-hmm. here for it. Primetime football season for a lot of. Uh, you know, you're kind of really deep into football. By the time mid-October rolls around, you're into some, some meat and taters of the season, needless to say. So we are glad to be here tonight. We're going to try to knock out a couple of episodes for you guys. Um, now, we have discussed this, and, and this may happen, it may not. You know, I would love for it to, but I've got to do a little bit more research on how to make it happen. For the month of October... We would love to have every one of our episodes be spooky-based. Now, I don't know if that's going to be, you know, our normal font or format of top five, blah, blah, blah. Or I thought about even doing some of that, but also having some call-in stories uh, from our listeners. Um, You know, you can call in to me. I'll record our conversation and put it on the episode, and basically you'll just tell your story. Um... Again, you know, I don't know if, if that'll come to fruition or not. I'm going to try my best to make it so because I love my favorite podcast of all time is Jim Harold's Campfire, and that's what he does. Everyone calls into his show. You get about five to seven minutes. You tell your story, talk about it, and, and then you move on to the next caller. And so I'd really, really like to give that a go this spooky season. We knew months ago we wanted to kind of maybe do something different. Uh, for the month of October, whether it was uh, film, not film, but but like record from somewhere like Savannah, Georgia, or New Orleans, or just change up the font for a spooky, pretty much everything spooky. Uh, I mean, what what are your thoughts on that, Reno? Yeah, um, October is weird. I don't mind going weird with the show. Okay, like you know, it, it's. Uh, it's the best time of the year that you can uh, you can just kind of. Well, I think it's the best audience participation season for whatever kind of show you're doing. Right. Whether it's a podcast or uh, a, a vlog or, or anything like that, because uh, people, everybody has stories and experiences that they can talk about when it comes to uh, just the weird stuff that happens this right. time of year. Right. Uh, so. I think we are going to try that, uh, and so I'm going to start digging into how I can make that happen, and if anyone who's listening to this is a little bit more of a technological connoisseur that knows how to make that transition a little easier for me, where they don't have to be in the same room, uh, that would be awesome. Um, I know there are ways, and I feel like a boomer sitting here and talking about it, but we've never recorded that way. We've always recorded in person. So if there's someone listening to this that is pretty uh, techy with that stuff, feel free to DM me 
um, on the, the the page or my personal page, DM Reno, wh- whoever you got a hold of, and, and we'll we'll try to our best to make this happen. So we got a month to do it, and so we'll try to periodically maybe have a few episodes featuring that throughout the month of October. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get into this. We posted your top five favorite scary movies um, in honor of spooky season. Now, I had horror movies first, but then I was like, no, let me change it to scary because I know some people like uh, kind of cartoony, what's that, Nightmare Before Christmas, stuff like that, like, like weird, yeah. weird kind of stuff like that. I wouldn't call those horror movies. So, like, spooky, scary movies, whatever. Suspenseful, thrilling, I don't care. You, you are the judge of that. And we had a lot of really good feedback in such short time. So, once again, shout out to you guys. You guys are the best, and we thank you so much. And we're going to dive straight into it and get to y'all right after. So, Reno, kick this puppy off. Okay. I was uh, watching some of this movie the other day, and it kind of came out of left field when I was putting up this list, but I kind of wanted to cheat a little bit like I always do. I wanted to have a little bit from... From different kinds of horror subgenres, like you have your supernaturals, your slashers, your monster flicks, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, So I kind of just condensed all that together and picked out my favorite ones from from uh, from the different types. Um, So my number five is going to be a very underrated movie, in my opinion. Fourteen oh eight. From several several years ago, uh, with uh, John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson, it's about a uh, it's about a haunted hotel room that this uh, this author he's like a, a he's like a cynical. I haven't watched it in a while, but I just remember watching it when I was younger, and it, it scared the bejesus out of me. Hmm. Um, it's not even the best. Uh, it's not the best movie out there, but I just I just love the the idea of a haunted hotel room, and this uh, this cynical guy who's trying to disprove, you know, the the urban legend about the room. Uh, he 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 can't help but <laughs> see the light, so mm-hmm. to speak, about it by the end of the movie. Uh, just all kinds of weird stuff happens throughout the throughout the movie, and it's it's just like. It's really tense throughout throughout the movie, and even before it has a great buildup, uh, even before he goes into the room to stay the night, uh, you've got Sam Jackson who plays the, uh, the the manager, and he's he's begging him. He's like, "Look, look at all of these tragic deaths we've had happen." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I know. These are all documented. Everybody knows about it. Uh, we all know how these happen. Th- these deaths happened." He's like, "Yeah, but what about the?" Uh, Dozens of other deaths that have happened after these people have left the room. The ones who made it out. Heart attacks, strokes, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that stuff. Okay, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, and of course, you know, Sam's dropping the F-bombs by the end of the conversation. I was going to ask that. Like, how many times do yeah. he scream in the F-bomb throughout the whole He's movie? Like, it's an evil effing room. Don't go in there. <laughs> Give me the key. And sure enough... Uh, by the end of it, you know it, it's uh, it, it's a it's a fantastic movie in my opinion. A lot of people I don't think liked it, but 
I don't care. I've never heard of it, and I've never seen it, but now I'm going to have to go watch it. it it's good. I, I liked it. Now it's been it's been it's been a while since I saw it. I may be uh, waxing nostalgia uh, over this, but mm. um, I, I think I think you would like it a whole lot. It, it's a it's a it's a good little it's a fun supernatural movie, and right. I'm not I'm usually not huge into the supernatural stuff, but I really like that one. Hmm. All right. Strong start, throwing it back with, you said, 1408? 1408. 1408. So, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, you really need to be taking notes, making a list of these movies. Uh, Not only that we say, but that people in the comments on Facebook said that we will list uh, after the episode. And because I'm going to be doing that because I want something to watch every week you know, uh, throughout the month of October, even into November. So use this to take a, an opportunity to jot some notes down, find you something good. All right, so moving on, like I said, you had a good number five. My number five is going to be pretty recent. Um, this slipped on in there, and I didn't expect it to, but, man, it was just so good I could watch it multiple, multiple times. And that's going to be The Black Phone with Ethan Hawke. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, dude. Um, one of the few scary movies that it, it it's a little spooky, but more so of a suspenseful tactician thriller kind of thing. Um, uh, for the synopsis, or I got to run down, whatever you want to call it, this serial killer is in this small town, and he takes children from this like middle school, and he takes them down into a basement, and he murders them. I mean, that's just that it's that simple now he takes this one kid and he's kept down there in the basement and there's an old uh, pretty much like a payphone down there <clears throat> it's not plugged into the wall yet the kid is getting phone calls from it it's the ghosts of the previous kids telling him how to survive basically they're warning him about the serial killers tactics the games he's playing like he's sitting there saying, he wakes up one day, and the door to the cell is wide open, and he's like, "Oh, I'm about to sprint out of here." And the phone rings, and it's a ghost, of course, of one of the kids. Says, "Don't run up the stairs. He's waiting for you. He's in a chair right now with his mask, and he's got, uh, you know, a baseball bat or or whatever. And he wants you to play your play his game. If you don't play his game, he can't kill you. Like the longer you can." be stubborn the longer you live Hmm. and so it's really really neat the communication and the tactics and stuff and ethan hawk is the serial killer and ethan hawk for anyone who doesn't know is the main guy in sinister and some other horror movies but uh i loved that movie that was a movie i could watch multiple multiple times so and that is i think that was made last year the year before something it's a very recent movie so give that a listen i'm sorry give that a watch for anybody who's looking for a really really good spooky movie that's not absolutely horrifying uh just a really good kind of adrenaline rush okay nice uh yeah i think that's on that's on one of the streaming services Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to check that out um and i I do like ethan hawk so um, number four for me, this one's kind of out of left field too, but this one 
is this is a an older movie uh, at this point, but the descent. I just watched this and its sequel uh, a few days ago, um, before I even knew we were doing this list uh, today. So uh, um, it's still fresh in my mind, but I, I didn't really care for it too much like the first time I saw it, and this was a long time ago. But I, I watched it a couple of times since then, and I, I freaking loved it. Uh, it's just a, it, it's a masterfully done movie. It was done by a, a British studio. Um, so, uh, who, uh, and they, they knocked it out of the park, like, um, it was the, creepy. the entire movie, yeah, the entire movie, it, it starts off with, like, a, a huge shock, um, and it just, after that, it just kind of has a, a sense of tension and dread throughout the whole movie, uh, of course, the, I think the best part of the movie is just how claustrophobic it makes you feel right, when they're going right. ca- when they're going spelunking and, and all mm-hmm. this stuff like stuff you could not pay me to do. Mm. I, I think I, I would rather skydive than than go spelunking. <laughs> that that stuff is just creepy. I don't like being underground like that. Um, you know, you're one slip from being dead, which it, I guess is kind of the fun part of it. I don't know it's the adrenaline. And I'm not talking about something like Rickwood Caverns, right? Where they've, you know, you practically have coffee shops underground. <laughs> it's like stuff that that hardcore crap, like they do in the movie. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, yeah, I, I don't like it. Uh, I'd rather be in a submarine. Mm. But um, it, it's just uh, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable and awful throughout the whole movie, and that's even before you run into the monsters, right? Uh, those those weird vampire people in, in the caves, and, and you know they're they're uh, they're really d- well done too. The 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 kills are awesome, like they're just uh, uh, the jump scares are done perfectly in my opinion, and it's hard to do jump scares well, uh, much less knock them out of the park. But this movie does it, and it is just I, I it's kind of short and to the point. Uh, once the action starts going. It doesn't take long to to reach the uh, climax. Uh, so uh, that's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> but this is what you want in this situation. <laughs> and the they had like two endings. One was a lot better than the other. But uh, two endings. Uh huh. I did not know that. Yeah, because uh, I was watching a review of it the other day too. After I watched the movie, I wanted to see what some of the big YouTubers that I follow thought of it. And, uh, um, yeah. Uh, I think I prefer... Okay, I- I'll just be honest. There's one where she doesn't make it out and she dies, and, and there's another where she does. And I-, I think I prefer the one where she uh, where she doesn't. Hmm. Okay. So. I did not know there were like alternate endings to it. Yeah. But either way is good. I don't care. Like I thought it was a great movie. The sequel that came out kind of is not really that, that bad. It was unnecessary, but I enjoyed it too. But the descent, uh, the descent, the the first one is definitely a must watch. And if you want to watch the sequel, I don't think you'll be too disappointed in it. So, uh, just a great movie. Love it. Good deal. If you're hearing clattering 
something behind us. It's upstairs. I don't know what's going on upstairs that I apologize. Uh, sounds like freaking cattle or something like that. All right, so number four. I'm going to do I See You. And this is 2019, so semi-recent. And uh, <clears throat> was re-released on Netflix uh, less than a year ago, I think. And I can't tell you the ending because it spoils everything. The whole twist is just mind-boggling. Like, it, it was the show, it was a, a, a movie that we watched that at the end of it, Allison and even my granny watched it both. I watched it twice in two days. It was so good. Both of them said that was the best scary movie I've seen this year. And it's basically uh, you are under the impression that this house is haunted, that there are things paranormal going on with this family. And you come to the realization that it is actually two squatters living in the house. Now, that's not the big twist. That's about half the movie. Of You see the point of view where you think it's paranormal, and then you see the point of view from the squatters. Now, what happens after that, I cannot say, because it is it would just completely take away from the entire beauty of the writing. So, please do go watch I See You. It is... Uh, I love the twists and turns. I like a good movie. I like a good scary movie that is... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Like, I'm having to think and figure things out while I'm getting... That, those are my favorites. Those are my favorites. Um, so, uh, r- those are the kind I can watch over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, really, really love that movie. So, if, if you have Netflix, I think it's still out on it. Um, go watch I See You. And uh, one of the actresses is actually Helen Hunt from the original Twister. She's in it. Okay. So, yeah. Go give that a watch, and you will not regret it. Um. Yeah, you know when you first said "I see you," I didn't realize what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the that the old Sylvester Stallone movie. No, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I see you." That is a heck of a niche movie for you to be picking. <laughs> That, uh, I was not, like, oh, not exactly. I see you. The Netflix. Okay, yeah, I got it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, number three for me. Um, we're getting into more familiar ground now. Uh, that's going to be the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Classic. Um, just uh, one of the horror defining, mo- uh, one of the defining movies of of horror mm-hmm. and slashers, especially. Uh, so, you know, you had Halloween come out in the 70s, and then you had things like Friday the 13th and some other movies that kind of copied its formula. But then uh, the guys who made Nightmare kind of flipped it all on its head and was like, "We're gonna do, we're gonna do some, we're gonna do a slasher, but we're gonna make it uh, like supernatural, supernatural, time. a lot more intense." Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what that movie is, I think, compared to like Halloween, for example, because mm-hmm. uh, Freddy is Freddy is a one of a kind villain. He is, and uh, he is just awesome. I grew up with this guy, yeah. <laughs> you know, watching these movies, and that that original movie where he's not, where he's just like a serious, sinister, uh, 
monster, and he's just he he has fun with his victims, but he is serious business. And uh, he that that movie it's it's not so bad now, but when when you're a kid watching this, right? Uh, especially in his opening scene, he walks out behind the house and his arms are stretched out like twelve feet, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, it's horrifying. And she gets taken up into the ceiling and and slashed and everything and uh, it was uh, it was very influential. It makes um, you terrified to fall asleep. Yes, the the part where and I think I've said this on the show before because uh, we've talked about villains and stuff mm-hmm. like that before. But uh, uh, there's a there's a part where Johnny Depp is his first movie, by the way. Oh my god, he's a kid, <laughs> and there's a there's a part where probably the most famous part in the movie where the glove comes up through the middle of the bed and drags him into it um i i still don't like sleeping in the middle of the bed because of that (laughs) i I don't i don't know why but that that just really freaked me out when i saw it and i know it's not a good thing but um it's it's just awesome awesome movie the you know it's got some 80s cheese some kind of subpar acting in it but uh, the the story is wonderful. the 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 movie is is great, and uh, like I said, it's it's one of the staples of uh, horror. Mm-hmm. It definitely was. It it's one of those movies that you look back now and you you appreciate it. It's not scary, scary by any means, but uh, you you can still enjoy it. When you were younger, it was petrifying. That's how I was with the ring and the grudge, yeah. And so I, I went back and watched those movies, and you know they're pretty creepy. But I was just like, man, this this traumatized me. Like, golly, like, what's wrong with me? But I like that. Like, cla- Reno is a classy horror guy, a classy horror guy. If you can't tell. All right, my number three is a very recent. I did not realize how recent I was. Uh, my first three are pretty recent. Next two are meh, somewhat recent. Number three, 2022, this came out, and I watched it twice. Once with uh, Allison and once with Reno down here in the IMAX we're recording in right now. And that is Smile. Now, <clears throat> Smile, to me, is a one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Uh, I rarely, rarely get chills watching a movie but smile would give me chills on multiple occasions physical response with chills and it it was it wasn't so much uh jump scares and demons and stuff like that or anything like that Uh, no 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 it was there wasn't a lot of for one there was not a lot of music in the movie it was very quiet and so Mm-hmm. It, it was unsettling, so unsettling, that movie was, that I absolutely loved it. The the director said, you know, this this was supposed to be based around mental, mental illness, bleh, mental, mental illness, awareness, stuff like that, and, and from coming from their perspective of trying to make people understand something that they're going through, and the only thing they know to do is to smile through the pain. And sometimes behind that smile is something much more sinister. And and so when you think of a smile, you don't think of it being that way. But when he said that, like you, when you watch that movie, it, it, that is why it's so freaking creepy. Uh, 
I've never watched a movie that is so creepy. I'm not even calling Smile the scariest movie. There's a difference in scary and creepy. And uh, what that what that is, I don't know. Like I don't know if the creepiness factor is just more unsettling, more on the edge, and the scary is just overwhelming. I, I don't know how, but there is a difference, to me at least, between scary and creepy. And that movie is the creepiest movie I've ever watched. I love the storyline. I love the movie. I love they're coming out with a second one. Pretty much, uh, quick synopsis is this ther- this this psychologist or this this therapist is um, she sees a patient that claims that there's this entity following her in the shape of a smile. Basically, it infests people in her life and they smile at her and it lets it know it's there, following her. It's going to kill her. Blah blah blah. This therapist sees this girl in her office go ballistic, and then she's smiling, and she kills herself. That's the thing. You Once you've seen the smile, people will then, whoever sees the smile, kill themselves within like a week or two, isn't it? Something yeah, like that. it manifests itself in like trauma. Right, exactly. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, this entity attaches itself to trauma, and especially mental trauma, and then you got about two weeks before you do the same thing. But you have to do it in front of someone so it can pass on through trauma to someone else. So it's really deep, really powerful when you think about the message behind it. Um, so, you know, make sure you're in some pretty good headspace before you watch this movie. <laughs> but uh, it's a yeah. fantastic yeah. <laughs> movie. Fantastic movie. You know, yeah, I, I think what makes it so creepy, I think you touched on it, was uh, the fact when they when they can connect movies like this that would otherwise just be a, a corny uh, movie, you know, about some monster, mm-hmm. um, it, it, when they can connect it to real things that happen to like literally every other person, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, like mental illness or anything like that, it makes it that much worse. Because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I would never want to see someone commit suicide in the first place. I mean, who who would want to see that? Right. But now, if because of this movie, I have a bonus reason. Right. <laughs> I don't want to start seeing people smile. Right. I right. know that's a serious subject, but uh, you know, uh, the smiles. I, I'll admit the... that the movie accomplishes that. Right. Right. Like the smiles in the movie themselves are just. I don't like seeing smiles, period, since that, that movie. That, that, that yeah, movie man, was, it's, just... it's, <laughs> I, I have to admit, I've kind of held back on my smile a little bit since then. It gets like a little smirk or something, but like, man, those overly cheesy smiles, like anyone, anytime I see someone posing on Facebook, you know, fake as hell or whatever, you know, that over cheesy smiles, oh my God. <laughs> did you see like one of the promotion things they did for the movie? Uh, they had these people go to like a, a major league game and, they were yes. planning throughout the. They were all just smiling, and mm-hmm. nobody knew what the heck was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's some creepy stuff. It was brilliant, dude. Brilliant yeah. marketing. Whew, man, but, I could yeah. go on and on about that one, but go I, ahead. I, I love the whole uh, uh, psychological connection in the real world thing. That makes it twice as horrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that was really well, and like you said, brings awareness to all that, to all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't. <laughs> it, it's so hard to take mental illness seriously because there's so many well let me put it a different way it's hard to take it as seriously as it should be taken uh as far as society is concerned because so many people 
abuse it. You can't. Right. You can't really bear yourself. You can't really bear uh, the help down on people who really need it the most. Right. Right. Um, and that, that's my opinion over it. But uh, you know, movies like this, I think they help. Mm-hmm. So it is a good deal. Um. So, uh, number. Oh, what are we? Two. two? Number two. Dose. Uh, grew up with this movie. I love this movie. Uh, another, we got another slasher, but uh, from 1997, 98, uh, Halloween H2O. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, it, 20 years after the original Halloween, uh, the events that take place there, um, you know, uh, they kind of go over it very quickly, but the the Jamie Lee Curtis character, um, she kind of fakes her death uh, and uh, moves off to another side of the country, has a family and everything, or has a son, and uh, so, so that Michael would never find her. Um, and in this timeline, they're still like brother and sister, so that's why he's after her. Mm. But she's in like witness protection, and it's been twenty years since he disappeared and uh uh she's kind of just been in hiding from him ever since uh, i love the 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 feel of that to start off with um there's a you know it, it would be hard to go about your life uh, but uh so i think it's uh it's the best movie that has Jamie Lee Curtis in it uh, her character uh, it, it's the best representation of her. Not the not the crazy, uh, half baked uh, Sarah Connor <laughs> version that we've got in the new movies. But back in the nineties, this was like perfect. It was, it was perfect. Uh, it, it was great in showing you know the the effects of like PTSD and paranoia stuff like that. But um, she was also able to like have a career. Uh, and kind of, she was a successful person, but you know, that was basically a mask for her trauma that she experienced in the original two movies. And it's, it's, a, you know, her, her story, her arc in that movie is, is the best part about it. And of course you've got Michael who eventually finds her and they have like one last confrontation and she finally gets to uh, fight her demon that she's been running away from for so long. And, uh, uh, you know, at the end of the movie, she chops his head off. And when, <laughs> when, when that movie came out, that was supposed to be it. Uh, like, that's it. He's dead. No more. Like, done. Of course, they ruined it with another stupid sequel after that. But uh, this movie, you know, this was, this was actually how I was introduced to, uh, to like, Michael Myers. Uh, was this movie it wasn't the original mm. and uh it, it's it's not very gory it's really not very scary but just uh uh the the atmosphere of the movie the the you as the viewer knowing that michael's presence is is there and uh it, it's uh that's how i like him portrayed as a villain the best kind of as a presence not not actually as like a, a battle tank super slasher right um just a, as an atmospheric kind mm-hmm. of 
character. So, but I just love the I, I love the movie. It was a great it, it was a great reboot when it came out. It's it's the best reboot that's been done. I think reboot sequel whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it's you know and. I still like it better than I like the new movies, but I still like this one the best. So, and like I said, it was my introduction to the the whole Halloween thing. So I was right. Uh, so it's you very get that nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. On top of it, yeah, yeah, I feel you. I like it. I've never seen that one, uh, so I will I will put that on my watch list for this this month. My number two is actually. A number two of a particular franchise and this is going to be insidious 2 now insidious 1 was pretty pretty scary um, however like I said earlier I like when things get pieced together in horror or thrillers or whatever you want to call them movies and this one in particular, after you watch the first one, there's some loose ends, there's some dead ends, there's like, what, what, what just happened? Like, whoa, what? And <clears throat> the second movie is a little bit more emotional, a little bit more personable, and it, it makes, I don't, I, it, I don't, it ties up every loose end, and it makes everything in the first one make sense. It's almost like you're watching it backwards, and it's really fun. Like, it's really fun. It, it's kind of like when you watch the Star Wars movies, you mm-hmm. know, and you kind of you're watching. Say you watch the old ones first, and then you watch the new ones, or you watch the new ones first, and then you watch the, it. it yeah. you, you you know how do I explain? It? You you know what's coming, and you know why, and it just it's like wow, okay, that makes so much sense now. It's yeah, it's really neat how they do that in in the second one. Um, <clears throat> the first one is about the boy who has an entity attached to him. And pretty much pulls him into what they call the further, like a dark abyss to, uh, I guess, possess his, take his soul or possess him or, or to, to take over his body, something like that. And the dad uh, reaches out to this medium and goes on a journey to get his son in this dark abyss. And so it's, you know, that one, of course, there's all kind of, things that he has to face and entities and uh, some darkness, of course. But in the second one, you realize at the end of the first one, the boy came back, and then, but you realize it wasn't the dad that came back with him. Mm. Something came back and took the dad's body. Mm. And so the, the whole second movie <laughs> is about, that's not the dad. The dad is then trapped in the further so now in the second one, the son has to go back and get his dad out of there together. And yeah. It's really, really neat. It's well, it's it's well written. I will say, uh, the first one I wasn't really a huge fan of, but the second one I, I liked it, dude. I liked it. Like, there's, uh, for instance, that in the first one, this whole time you think that the there's a haunting in this house, and because <clears throat> the keys on this piano will randomly play. And it plays itself. It's like, oh my goodness, it's it's this demon, it's this entity, or whatever. And the second one, you realize it's the dad playing the keys, trying to get them to realize this is the song I played at your mom's wedding. Mm. You know, just p- bits and pieces of it. It's just really, it's 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 really cool watching it 
in the in the second part. Uh, so that is my number two. Uh, I like the third one too. Um, the third one was kind of a prequel before all of it's really neat. Um, that almost made number two. But something about the nostalgia of number two, uh, or the second one, I should say, and yeah. piecing everything together was brilliant. Brilliant. I loved it. Yeah, I've got to uh, go over those movies. I know I watched like that prequel one with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah the third one. And that was really good. It didn't seem like it had much to do. I think with all completely different family. Yeah, more so the paranormal uh, team, how they met up. Yeah, it, it was it was decent in yeah. and of itself. But yeah, uh, all right. So number one for me, um, it technically is a horror movie. So. I'm going with it. It's also one of the greatest movies of all time, and that is Jaws. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not see that coming. Uh, yeah, monster flick. <clears throat> okay. Made the list. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we talked about Jaws a couple of times already. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, what can be said about it? Well, nothing that hasn't been said already. Uh, classic movie, the very first blockbuster Put Steven Spielberg on the map for eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Williams, uh, the, all those characters who are who are just so awesome in this movie. Everything is just perfect. Even though the the production was the worst, you know, the worst behind the scenes production <laughs> I think ever that you could ever have on a movie, but it turned out possibly one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, just uh, and. On top of that, it's it, it's it's a uh, it's a horror movie, monster movie. It uh, it terrorized a generation of people. Uh, the negative side effects, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, it, it took a long time for people to realize that sharks weren't like bloodthirsty killers. <laughs> well, I mean, they are, but they're not like, you know, they're not criminal about it. They're just they're just fish, and it, it took a lot of people. Uh, it took generations to realize that, hey, no, that they're not thinking about eating you when you go down to the beach. Right. It, it's just, uh, it's just nature. Um, so I hate that it had that harmful effect on like the, uh, the, the ecosystem. A lot of sharks were killed because of this movie, I, I, I think, mm-hmm. and the stigma. But uh, at the same time. What an impact. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Uh, I would argue that Jaws, in terms of horror films, had a bigger impact in on on the viewers as a whole than any horror film ever. Yeah. Uh, so, you watch the movie now. You know, everybody's seen this movie. You know what's going to happen. Nothing's really scary. Well, the, the, the part where... Um, there are a couple of parts. The parts where he's telling his story about the USS Indianapolis, yes. that is that is still a goosebump moment, uh, just the way he tells that story. Um, could have won an Oscar for it by himself mm-hmm. by itself. Um, and uh, really, the, the part where he gets eaten at the end, um, just no music. All you hear is crunching and screaming and, and blood, and it's perfect. <laughs> um, so... Um, we spend we spend the entire second half of the movie like 
getting to know this character and you know we're loving him by the end of it and then right. all of a sudden he's gone mm-hmm. uh and, and like i said uh everything about this movie is perfect uh the the pacing is wonderful the 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 acting is awesome the music is legendary mm-hmm. and uh thank god they have never at least to this day they have not tried to remake this movie yeah, I wouldn't I, mind a sequel, a good sequel, yeah. but you leave Jaws, the original, alone. Yeah, it was in a world of its own, in a league of its own. I like it, dude. I like that number one. I did not expect that, uh, um, but I I really, really like that. So my number one, and Reno actually watched this for me, or watched this with me, is another sequel. Typically, sequels aren't as good as the first one, but I have two of them in mind. Um <clears throat> which was my number two. And then now my number one is The Conjuring 2. Now, The Conjuring 1 was, uh, I watched, like it was voted like a top three horror film of all time in terms of the scare factor and the impact it had and stuff like that. I love The Conjuring 1. <clears throat> Something about The Conjuring 2 was, I, I, I can't explain it. Once again, it's, it's one of those I've watched probably three or four times. It's good every single time. I've watched The Conjuring 1 twice. Hmm. I've watched The Conjuring 2 probably, like I've said, at least three if not four times. And it doesn't matter if it's my first time. It doesn't matter if it's my fourth time. I always love it. It's always scary. It always gets me. It always gives me the creeps. The the nun in it mm-hmm. is, you know, creepy as hell. <clears throat> the twist and turns, once again, you're starting to see a pattern here. The 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 Warrens go to this house, I think it's in England or something like that, where they think the haunting is happening due to this entity or whatever, and they are recording, you know, trying to do a seance recording, what they can hear and communicate with the spirits and everything. And the the spirit's trying to tell them something, but you think it's bad. You think it's you know, uh, it, it's causing all this ruckus in the house. You know, the typical Hollywood houses up in the air, crap like that, junk's flying everywhere. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and the you can hear the entity speaking broken language, like something broken through the girl. Well, they're like, <clears throat> they they end up somehow crossing the tapes together. They recorded two different tapes and the entity was trying to tell them that it was not harming the people. It was something else forcing it to harm. It, it was yeah. a really neat turn. Yeah. And you find out it was The Nun, which is now uh, has two movies out in the Conjuring universe. And the, it was brilliant. I really, really loved it. Uh, it is impossible not to like Patrick Wilson mm-hmm. um, in anything he does. Uh, love him to death. And I think it's, uh, what's her name, something, Vera Farmiga or whatever he plays, uh, yeah. Elaine Warren, she is awesome also. it's Those movies, and another thing, my that movie had a moment in it, and I think you even said something about this one time. You've got this, this horror film that is terrorizing this family, uh, or about it's about terrorizing this family. It's dark, it's demonic, it's horrifying. And, and yet there's a scene in it where the Warrens are staying with and, and Patrick Wilson gets out an acoustic guitar 
and tunes it up and starts playing uh, uh, Elvis Presley's um, Can't Help Falling in Love with You, you know, and yeah. then singing it to his wife in front of the family, and they're, you know, humming it with it. And that, I don't know. Whoever put that in there was brilliant because you've yeah. been on the edge of your seat, terrified this whole time, and then you can just decompress. And, and man, they do a good job of selling the them as a couple in that yeah. movie. They do a brilliant brilliant job of that and then it's like it kickstarts again you once again you're emotionally involved with these people and then it kickstarts the horror up again and so it's kind of like a tale of two scares in a way and uh i i just love it man i love there's not many movies in that entire universe i do not like i've liked every single one of them wasn't a huge fan of annabelle but uh every, all of them were I, I still like all of them in that entire Conjuring universe. So that is my number one, The Conjuring 2. I think my favorite part in that one was when they uh, when they call the cops. And, you know, it, it happens in every movie like this. People come and they they try to see what what's going on. Nothing happens. They leave. and But <laughs> when the chair right. moved across the house and the cops are like, See you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a preacher buddy. You might want to call him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is pretty hilarious there. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So this ghost is for real. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was brilliant. All right, let's get to these uh comments. Thank you guys for commenting on the post on Facebook. So we have starting off, let's see. I've got I think I got all of them pulled up here. I'm doing on my page right quick. Um, if there's anything on the Facebook or the actual um, podcast page, Reno, could you check that for me? Uh, I, you know, I made a uh, a post for the uh, for the page about the same time you made your personal post. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, so this is it. Yeah, that's okay, it. Okay, yeah. perfect. All, all right. right, that's all right. Cool, cool. We posted literally at the same time. <laughs> Excellent. All right. <laughs> Well, starting off, I uh, said, it's October. Drop your favorite scary movies below to be featured on the Anything and Everything podcast tomorrow. So, Tasha Lynn Stringer coming on in here with 13 Ghosts. Classic. Freddy vs. Jason. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hereditary. The Others. And Candyman. Scared the she... Five, four eyes out of me when I was little. So she's she's talking about the the original Candyman. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Th- that got you too, didn't it? Yeah, that was on my traumatizing movies list. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. I remember that now. Yeah, it almost made this list. So it, but just just for fun, if you're new to the podcast, please go find the traumatizing movie list, and and there may there probably is some crossover with what we've talked about. Um, I know Candyman was in it for Reno. Tasha, very good. I, Thirteen Ghosts was a kind of a forgotten movie. Yeah, in a weird way. It was so popular though when it came it, out. It was, like, and then it just vanished. Yeah. Uh, re- but I, I went and watched that about a year ago, because uh, it had what, like Tony Shalhoub, uh, the guy from the original Scream. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was good. I liked it. Um, or, or Shaggy from yeah, the Scooby Doo yeah, movies. I'm sorry, yeah, Shaggy. <laughs> That's um, usually what I think of him. Um, her daughter. Oh, Peyton Whirling also said 13 Ghosts, so they must have watched that together. That's a good one. Kilo, I, Kilo, Mike, 13 Ghosts. 
Man, <laughs> Halloween. I did not expect this. Yeah. <laughs> Wedding videos, Mitchell Adams. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I was terrified to watch mine, and it was a beautiful setting on the freaking beaches of Mexico, and I was still terrified to watch mine. We had a we had a video made. Uh, now you have to go to the uh, courthouse to get the security footage. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Attaboy. Hey, you saved thousands of dollars. Yes, I did. <laughs> Rachel Harlan Wood, her first time commenting on the podcast. I work with her. She's one of the office ladies. She's awesome. She's so fun. Uh, she says, Spookly the Square Pumpkin. I've never I watched that. I've never heard of that. I, Rachel, we'll have to talk about that because I've never even heard of that. Uh I need to be. I need to get educated. So I will. I will go look it up, though. <laughs> I've never even heard of that, and I feel bad now. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll go look that up. Brett Walton said, "House of a Thousand Corpses." I've yet to see that. I've seen a lot of people on Facebook talk about that this time of the year, and I've I've still yet to see it. Is that one of those Rob Zombie movies? I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Um. He has several several out in that particular genre. I think that is one of them. Don't quote me on that because uh, there's, there's some people. Rob Zombie's got like a cult that follows him. Yeah. I'm, fr- I'm friends with several of them on Facebook. <laughs> and nothing against him. It's like he has like a, a cult following. And like they're all about Rob Zombie and that, that weird dude that, that dresses up as a clown that died a couple of years ago. I, I, they're all about it, dude. So, okay. Go ahead. Um,. Where did we leave off? Uh, off Jacob, uh, Jacob, the original exorcism. Okay, yes. So I worked with Jacob too. Uh, okay. This is his first time commenting on the post. So thank you, Jacob. I sent him some links. To start listening to us. He uh, he may he may be one of the people calling in. Okay, uh, welcome us. aboard. Yes, sir. Glad to have you, Jake. Uh, I've now out, out of being a horror lover. And and a spooky fanatic. I've I've never seen the original Exorcist, simply because that was the one movie that was like off limits for me as a kid. Yeah, I think for a lot of us, I think it was. May may I guess in our generation, our that was prime time for our parents. That was what in the seventy four, seventy five, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. my parents would have been about nine, ten, something like that. So I guarantee you, if it traumatized them. Because I've seen where this has been voted the scariest movie of all time, uh, for generations. So I, I understand why they kept us from watching it. I will watch it. I've never seen it. And did you know that The Exorcist? That movie is based off a true story, of course. But it actually was not a little girl that was possessed by the demon. It was actually a little boy. And you can actually go to that house in which the exorcism took place. And visit it. Mm. Yeah. So maybe next October we can go there and shoot a, a October episode in that house. <laughs> <laughs> we still have yet to do a live on location. I know. We got to do that. Go um, ahead. Let's see. Uh, April, she's got uh, The House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. The original Halloween. Night of the Living Dead. Is that the original? That's some zombies, bro. That's uh, Romero, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some zombies. That's the classic. black, and, the black and white one. Yeah, very classic. And uh, oh, even more classic than that, Nosferatu. What is that? Is that the like 
that was like the original Dracula movie, wasn't it? Like the silent, the silent film. I don't know if, it, but if it is, unless they made a remake, I don't know if they did. April, you are a classy lady, a classy lady, Miss Steve. That is, that is going far, uh, far back, but uh, I like it. <laughs> it it's it, hey, that's one of the foundational movies of horror, though. It is. It, it really is. I mean, think of everything that's come from that character. Yeah. I mean, my God, there's been so many things. I, very, I like that a lot. Wayne, Wayne's World. What's up, buddy? Uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Okay, so oh, yeah. there, hey, there's one of our cult members from Rob Zombie. <laughs> that <laughs> was an Wayne. intense movie. Uh, the Devil's Rejects, another Rob Zombie. Uh, and then Trick or Treat. Now, I've never seen Trick or Treat. Have you? I've seen both of them. Okay, they're not the same. They're not related. But one is called Trick or Treat. The other is called Trick or Treat. Okay. Okay. Uh, one one was very weird, and the other I, I've seen part of one. the The trick or treat I think he's talking about is is the one that came out. I don't know, maybe fifteen years ago. Okay. Uh, but I saw another one called Trick or Treat. It's got uh, 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 uh crap. Um, I don't know what he plays Osborne in. Ozzy Osborne. Okay. In okay. It. It's about some kind of a uh, uh, hard rock star who. Who come who dies and comes back and kills people or something? I don't remember what happens huh. in that movie, but I remember Ozzy Osbourne had like a part in that movie. It's very weird. Well, knowing Wayne, that may be the one he's talking about because Wayne's a big like heavy metal fan. So and he, not, he's all about it. some Ozzy. And that, and, yeah, so that would not. That is just me. a random movie I saw when I was just a kid that I suddenly remembered. Hey, that's why I got you on the show. You're the one with all the knowledge. Ah, shoot. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Lacey Smith. Uh, Halloween, if we're going with slashers. Uh, Grudge is the only one that scares me. And mm. Beetlejuice is my favorite family scary movie. You got one from about every... not Well, yeah, I guess you could say every genre. I mean, uh, you Be- got one that's a slasher, one that's kind of a more of a demonic thing. And Beetlejuice is freaking weird, though. Uh, there's some weird stuff going on. It gives there. me the creeps yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, creepy. Yeah, it gives me the creeps just a little bit. I like it, Lacey. Uh, Allison came on here and commented, uh, commented the Conjuring Secret Window, classic Johnny Depp, nice little B-side movie there. Smile, which was in my top five. White Noise, two thousand and five. I never watched that one. I remember it coming out because I was twelve years old. Um, and then it, the newest one, so the the reboot, it, not the original. Uh, it, the first one was a fantastic movie. I've never been in a theater that had such tension in it than that movie. That that movie brought so much tension in that theater. You could feel it. You could hear people screaming, squealing, squirming. It was amazing, the and, atmosphere that movie created. The second you know, one was a letdown. The, uh, I think that movie kind of jump-started like, the renaissance that we've got in horror. Maybe. We've had a lot of really good horror since that movie. Mm-hmm. They have. I'm all for it. 2024 is going to have more, too. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and uh, let's see. Who, who do we leave? Oh, Gary. Gary. Gary, Gary, Gary. Uh, the Nun. Mm-hmm. The Conjuring series. Cheater. <laughs> uh, well, The Nun is part of Well, okay. I see what he's saying. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. Good deal. Good deal. Annabelle. And... Uh, Friday the 13th. 
So I basically, guess... Gary likes the Conjuring universe and a couple of classics. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's not a bad list. Uh, no, I know, like it a lot. The original Friday, you know, th- there's not much to it if you watch it now. Right. But the the, the twist at the end was, was really good for mm-hmm. its time. Turned out to be the mom instead of actual Jason. Right, right. So, that was a good little... It's a it's a decent movie. Kevin Bacon. I watched the first Friday the 13th in 2020 when we were on freaking lockdown, stuck in our houses. We didn't have anything else to do, so we watched Friday the 13th, and I did not know that's how it was until I watched that. Yeah. And uh, that was that was pretty interesting. And last but not least, Latasha Brown. She said, too many to name House of Wax. We just talked about that before we got on air. Yeah, 13 <laughs> Ghosts. Okay, I'd like to give 13 Ghosts a shout-out because I did not expect 13 Ghosts to get this much traffic. Uh, that's amazing. I really did not expect that. So if you have not seen 13 Ghosts, go watch it. Um, we Halloween, were in, like, fifth, sixth grade when that thing came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Insidious, The Conjuring, Poltergeist, The Exorcist, The Shining, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> She's <laughs> naming them all, baby. All right, out of all those, so, we yeah, most of those Poltergeist was – was iconic, of course. Um, the Exorcist, we talked. The Shining. Yeah, it's good to see that movie the, get mentioned. Yes, yeah. Okay, I was about to say. I think one of the most iconic scenes in a, in any horror film ever is is the tricycle down the hallway and seeing the two little girls. I can still to this day not be in a hotel. And I walk out of my room, I look down the long hall, and I don't think about that. It never <laughs> occurs to me. I always think about that. And that movie is how old? Oh, gosh. 50 at, at years? Least, yeah, I was about to say at least 45, 50 years old. Uh, and it's still, every time I go to a hotel, and I either get off the elevator, turn down the hall, or I get out of my room, I turn back down the hall, I always think about that. Of course, I laugh when I do it, you know, and uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. But. I, I can't see it without thinking of the Simpsons parody. Uh, I don't. I don't watch Simpsons. Usually, the blood gets off on the second floor. <laughs> I, I never watched the Simpsons, but yeah, that's a classic Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the greatest actors of all time. Tonight has been fun, man. Oh yeah, a lot of fun to kick off spooky season. This will be dropped on October second, Monday, and we appreciate you guys commenting on the posts on short. Uh, notice again uh, if you've hung around this long with us if you are techie and know how I can record live calls from either my phone or a zoom something like that and be able to put it on a recording device for the, the, the actual recording engine that we use for our podcast I would really appreciate that some tips on that because I would really love to hear some calls from our listeners friends family and and get some paranormal odd experiences in on the podcast for this month um so bring them in hit me up on facebook if, if you got my number text me or whatever we'll try to get this bad boy rolling reno anything before we close this thing out no uh except uh it's going to be a fun month uh we've we should have decent amounts of content coming out over the next uh few weeks mm-hmm. since our uh since at least my life has calmed down a little bit. And tell us why, Rena. Why is your life calming? Well, because I just finished school. For, awesome. And uh, I've got until about January when I go into uh, 
Medic School. I've been waiting to do that. <laughs> we can pump out some content for the next few months and uh, get this thing rolling again. We appreciate your patience. Absolutely, guys. Uh, you guys know life happens. Uh, we do the best we can with what we are given, and life has been very hectic for heck, several months now. So thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you share this podcast. Send it to someone who likes spooky season, and let's get them a part of the Anything and Everything podcast. And with that, we say thank you and good night. Adios.